Imitators, episode 294 of You and Me and Thoughts and Talk with Doug Culp. Um, I'm going to be playing piano throughout. Uh, just see how that goes. But I think I'm just going to update everybody on my life and the world and just what I'm thinking and I'm like fanning myself with this amoeba music fan because <sighs> it's hot as fuck in the bay area and that's where I am right now it was like 95 earlier and I walked to 7-eleven and back to get a big gulp and that Mountain Dew is already gone. On a regular day where it's like not that hot, I could stretch it for the whole day. But it's already gone. But I also got two 20 ounces of Mountain Dew because EBT has been decent to me. It's like, yeah, we cover soda, but also cold food. So next time I go to 7-Eleven, I'm probably gonna grab one of those sandwiches or, um, you know, they got fruit and shit. <laughs> they got fruit and shit. Um, and, uh, yeah, the supplemental, supplemental nutritional assistance program. Which is so wild that they're like, soda? Yeah. Get all the soda you need for your nutrition. I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> Mountain Dew, no do, no Doug. Mm. I got some things in the works for my way back to LA. I'm not sure what I'm going to call the episode today. Oh shit.
I'm feeling great That song's called Life Times. <clears throat> and the title has a couple different meanings. Figure it out or ask me. Um, <laughs> something wild about the Bay Area is how fucking humid it gets here. Like the other night, it, it was like 65% humidity. What the fuck? Practically swimming through the air. <clears throat> and it's that hot, or it's that much humidity, and it's also like 85 degrees, and you're like, oh. Like earlier today was 95, I said that already, but. I've got a, I've got an RV, possibly, on its way to me. But instead of being on its way to me, it'll it'd be, probably, me getting it towed, down to LA. And um, with all my stuff in it, so I can get out of my uncle's hair. And um, it's like so up and down, and I'm like, I'm I'm gonna be really, really, really happy to go once I'm gone, because I can tell that he just doesn't really want me around, and he's like, I've enjoyed having you here, and I'm like, cool, but also I can tell that you really, really want to be alone. <laughs> Like, five days into this experiment, he's like, this isn't going to work. And I'm like, God fucking damn it. Non-existent God fucking damn it. Um, but it's okay, because I don't belong here. And truly, nobody belongs anywhere. But I don't feel like this is home or any kind of um, next step. I'm, I'm in limbo, like I have been for the last couple years, <sighs> and it just feels fucking weird to be in a space where I'm like, well, I'm with family and I'm reconnecting and spending some quality time, but at the same time, it's... <sighs> it's not ideal. Bleh. Hmm. 
Oh shit. That was a good loogie. Cleared some shit out of there. What do we got? Eight minutes? Alright. taking walks to and from 7-Eleven lately and I did my first piece of political art today. I drew a picture of squiggly um, Donald Schrumpf and Shronald Frumpf and uh, and I put I made him, he's got like little cufflinks, but the cufflinks are swastikas because he's a fucking Nazi terrorist asshole. And I made it look like he had a hood on over his face. And the reason why that there are white circles around his eyes and the rest of his face is orange is because the hood circles are exposing only that part of his eyes. It's intricate, but it's also pretty simple, and I put it up on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and Tumblr. And when I zoomed in on it after putting it on Instagram, and Twitter, and probably Facebook, and probably Tumblr, you can't see the cufflinks, you can't see what's on there. And then I was like, all right, I'll upload the full image onto my DeviantArt. And then I couldn't log into my DeviantArt because apparently I've forgotten my password. It's fucking lame. Um, anyway, 
Yeah, I didn't even name... I guess I named the picture Trump, but... Man, fuck that guy. Fuck what's happening with the world right now. Fuck the Nazis. Fuck the KKK. <clears throat> those, those ideologies are old and archaic as fuck and need to just get kicked out into outer space. Man. Anyone have a tried and true method for clearing your throat once a day instead of a thousand times a day? Anyone out there, anybody else out there chronically ill who found a solution where it's like I won't have to be hawking loogies all day long and just maybe hawk one big loogie and then go ah, alright good for the day and don't say not smoking because I haven't smoked in like maybe a week because I ran out and when I run out of weed I'm just out of weed because in a very real sense I'm like I can't afford I can't afford that Which is one reason, a big reason why I want to grow my own, because, holy fucking shit, could you imagine having your own medicine just in your house at all times, or near your house at all times? <sighs> it's really good for the bodily pains that I feel from Lyme disease, because my body is in bad shape.
this girl named Sierra. We kind of dated pretty briefly. And I say kind of because, well, we would hang out and we would study together for our world music class at Palomar College. And we ended up like hooking up a couple times and it was great. And then, and when I say hooking up, I mean, there's a wide variety of what that could mean. And like, basically like we made out a bunch. <laughs> I was such a fucking um, novice, a, a, a beginner at life. And, um, it was so awesome. And then I found out a couple weeks in from her that she'd been seeing someone before she and I started hanging out. And then I'm like, damn, okay, well, and she like went back with him and, and so after we briefly hung out, I wrote this song about her and I, and it was like a couple of years after the fact. And um, she was dating someone or someone else. And then that person found out about this song. <laughs> and uh, she calls me one day and she's like, hey, did you message my boyfriend from a, or my fiance from a, from a, fi a private Facebook account? And that struck me as very odd. And so I hesitated and I was like, uh, I don't think so, no. And she was like, what? How could you not know? And I'm like, I mean, I didn't. I, I, I did, no, I didn't. <laughs> and then she, she just cast a lot of doubt in the situation and was really sad. And I'm like, okay. So it was probably someone found out about the song because I posted it to my band camp. And, but I hadn't told anyone except for her that I posted it. And she had like memorized the lyrics and everything, and I'm like, dope. <laughs> like I, I had a really awesome time with, with you when we were together, and that's all I wanted to express in the song. <clears throat> and the come home to me was like a wishful thinking pie in the sky, whatever. Like, not even thinking that someone would so what it probably comes down to is her ex was very um, insecure or, or not ex her, her then fiance was like very insecure or had friends who I don't know man it was it was around shit 2007 or 2008 when I wrote the song it was 2006 was when I was my first 
semester at Palomar College in San Marcos. And that's where we had that class. And Bleh. I don't know. It ended. It ended weird because of mistrust on her end, which was implanted by her then um, partner, who who found out about the song, or I don't know. So that was fucking weird. But yeah, we just briefly dated, and I'm like, that was so awesome. I can't believe how awesome that was. I'm gonna write a song about our time together. Um, let's see, what time do we got? 22.51, plus the uh, theme song, which I don't know how it goes. I wrote the theme song to my podcast in a day, and I recorded it, and then I started putting it in with all my episodes, and but I didn't record... All I recorded was, I recorded it separately, but I didn't do the thing that I usually do now, which is I'll, I'll say which which hand starts where, and I'll say the changes so that I can remember it for later. back and listen to the song I wrote about my music name Really Glad You Came called I'm Really Glad You Came because that one was very fun to write and play and I don't remember how it goes right now it's pretty simple but you know
that's fun. You get it, Mario. You get it, Mario. Shay and we dated officially we were boyfriend girlfriend <laughs> and um, it was very disjointed the times when we would see each other but when we did see or between times when we would see each other but when we did see each other it was <clears throat> fireworks it was awesome and miss her every day and I, I hope she's out there and I hope she's okay and I hope I get to see her again one day I know I didn't rhyme I know I just said day and day but who cares because that that song came out of our brief but brief but awesome relationship and who knows? Maybe we'll be able to go out again one day. 
Um, this is kind of off topic, but chess, huh? <laughs> um, my uncle had never played a game, but he had a couple different boards, a few different boards. And I used to be in the chess club back in junior high school. So I've played a bunch of games. And at one point he was like, will you teach me how to play? And I was like, yeah. I love chess. Like it's a it's a strategy game. It's the game as old as time and um it's fun to teach new people especially when they're like excited about it cuz not that many people are excited about chess. And I won, but it took it took a a minute. And like he he got me into check one time. And I got him into check a couple times, and then I got him into checkmate, and and he was like looking for a place to go or for his next move, and and I was like, I I like, he goes, what happens now? And then I was like, well now, and then I reached my hand across the table, and I was like, now we say good game, and that's checkmate, and he was like, what? And I was like, yeah, that's the game. I was like, look, you can't move here because um, it'll put you in check. You're already in check. You can't move there because it'll put you in check. You can't move there because it'll put you in check. You can't kill that pawn or that piece because another piece has that spot guarded. And then he's like, oh, man. And then, <laughs> and then he wanted to play later and... And it was like late. It was like maybe one in the morning. And like the late shows had, were just like finishing up. And I was like, I don't, I don't want to play again right now. <laughs> Cause that game, no matter how many times you play or how many times you win or lose, it's, it's mentally draining. Cause you're like putting all your, all your thinking into all these little pieces, just trying to protect the king, but also trying to get to their king. And I don't have to explain chess to my yamitators, my listeners. You, you all probably know how to play chess. But if you don't, let's play. I, I used to own this app, and I think it's just now defunct, called Real Chess. And it was $1.99. The reason why I bought it was because I was like, well, there's this chest from Zynga, which is like that Facebook company where you can do words with friends and all that. And I think it was maybe called chess with friends, probably. And and I was like, I don't, I don't want to get away from all these with friends games and just play games with my friends or with anyone online, anywhere. And I know you can cater those games that way, but... I was just like, I'm going to get one that costs a little bit. I'm going to get it for free with my Google Rewards survey bonus, or uh, bonus, my Google Rewards survey balance. And then I'll know whoever I play against really loves chess because not everyone's going to pay for a chess app. And I played... 
a bit in that app and um, you could do different time limits and you could do um, competitive or exhibition and after a couple years I guess they either stopped keeping up the server for the app or whatever happened but I went on to play some people and check it out again and it was just empty like not only was nobody playing but I don't think the functionality was around to even play anybody anymore and I'm like ah oh, damn that fucking app I paid for what what the hell there should be some sort of guarantee give me my two dollars back I want my two dollars shout out to anyone out there who got that reference just now that's a really fun movie and if you've seen it we should talk sometimes I'll hock a loogie and then I'm like I'll feel feel something and then I, I reach in and I pull out a hair that had been impeding my breathing for who knows how fucking long. And, um... <clears throat> it's just another part about being chronically ill, everybody. Uh, go to Doug's Nugs, at Doug's Nugs on Twitter and Instagram. D-O-U-G-S-N-U-G-S. Go to reallygladyoucame.bandcamp.com for some of my music go to reverbnation.com slash really glad you came because I have a page on there as well um it might still be facebook.com slash plural for yes because after it was I think maybe maybe before it was mockboy music I, I was like what's the plural for yes that's fun. That's fun to think about. Is it yeses? I got multiple yeses <laughs> and and multiple noes. Uh, plural for yes. Dougathan.deviantart.com. Dougathan.threadless.com. Dougathan on Twitter and Instagram and Twitch.tv and Meet and Greet Live. Um, Doug Culp on YouTube. Mockboy Media, M-O-Q Boy Media dot WordPress dot com. good for this episode. I don't know what I'm going to call it yet. Uh... 
Damn, it's so fucking hot today. Last week, it was in... Or maybe even earlier this week, it was in the hundreds. You know. And now they call it the triple digits. All cutesy-wootsy in the news. Oh, oh, we got some days in the triple digits this week. It's like, don't fucking try and cute up the fact that it's getting hot as fuck and that global warming is destroying the entire earth. <laughs> if you're going to... If you're going to report on the weather and talk about the triple digits, say it's in the hundreds and say be careful out there and say shit like I hope we solve this coal crisis soon. Hope we solve this fossil fuels crisis soon. I hope solar, wind, and hydro are being given very serious consideration around the entire country, around the entire world. yourself the scales um, let's see what else what else can I say about this week or today I've been I've been falling behind on some podcasts which isn't a big deal as you know if you've been listening to my podcast it's just it's fine it's fine to listen to podcasts and it's fine to be caught up on them but if you listen to like 30 podcasts per week and you're caught up on them all, damn, you got a lot of free time. That's awesome. Can I have some of that free time? Or like, can I have a job? <laughs> can I have a job entertaining at whatever corporate or family or, or, or group event? Um, I'll play piano. I'll, I'll play guitar. I'll juggle. I'll do stand-up. Um... Hit me up at yamatatpodcast at gmail.com. Also, yamatat on Twitter and Instagram. But the Instagram, I don't really keep up with it. There's a few pictures on there. I haven't really taken pictures with many of my guests. I posted it on there because I didn't put much emphasis into Instagram till long after it was, like, caught on. And... Man, social media is fucked up. Like, fucked up the entertainment industry in a good way and a bad way. In a good way because there's so much available at our fingertips at all times. And you can find pretty much exactly what you're looking for. And you can make a gif out of it. Or you can make a meme out of it. Or someone's already done it. And like, oh shit. But as far as like finding work that way... It's it's made the it's turned what, what once huh let's see if I can turn this into a metaphor it's turned what once was um, Olympic diving precision diving where you have to like land it with like little to no splash and um, you're jumping off of just a a board the diving board doesn't even bounce like in people's backyards and. Uh, 
and you just kind of have to fucking go for it and hope you land it. And now it's turned into like everyone, everyone is swimming, but it's either the beach or like the Mississippi River or the Amazon River or, or the Nile or um, the Mediterranean, you know, where you're like, oh, there's where there where there used to be like 4,500 people who could possibly um, enter this realm and do their thing and maybe they do it on their own or maybe they have a little bit of help. Now it's like everyone has jumped in and and how about those people who reluctantly wade into the podcast realm and have have studio support and have like lots of money and ads behind it like from day one that's that's interesting huh that's like woo good work <laughs> I, i'm still i'm still like the pirate radio the pirate radio dude who figured it out at the beginning and was like, wait, I can just do this? And then I figured it out and I was like, all right, I'm going to fucking do this. And one thing that I had found out early on was be consistent. Do it every week if you're going to do it every week. Do it every month if you're going to do it every month. Do it bi-weekly if you're going to do it bi-weekly. But never miss. Always put something out and then... It's like I'll see I'll see ones out there that are like twelve episodes deep, and then the thirteenth episode is like best of. And you're like, what the fuck? Best of twelve episodes? It's only twelve weeks of the of the whole year. That's so tiny. That's so little and cute. Um, but you know, it's it's doesn't matter because people will listen to what they listen to, and if if you're listening to this and you've listened this far, fucking thank you. And if you've told someone about this podcast and they've listened to it, fucking thank you. Because damn, is it hard to get support and the word out when you're just like a, a, one, a team of one. And I, I've had support and from people retweeting it after I interview them and post it or... Um, But if you if you listen to this and you and you probably know me somehow, or if you don't know me and you're listening to this, again, fucking thank you for listening. Someone someone tweeted out um, yesterday, I think it was like everyone who listens to my podcast is a is a sweet baby and thank you something something like term of endearment. Wise and like who only the listeners of their pod or on the podcast or only the people who follow them would see it and I'm like that's fucking awesome because not everyone wants to do this and not everyone who wants to do this can do this or has the uh, drive to do it because some days I'm like man fuck I gotta record an episode alright but other days I'm like fuck I gotta record an episode. Yeah. And more of those days are gonna be coming soon. But keep an eye out and an ear out for that. And be good to each other. If I can leave you with one piece of advice, 
every week. Be good to each other. Hope that hope that other people are going to be good to each other and contribute by setting that example by being like, what, you're not good to everyone you meet? That's fucking lame. <laughs> Call out people for being assholes. Call out people for being mean. And also call out people for being nice and for being cool and for having random ass shit that they want to share with the world and you're like whoa like okay I'll, I'm going to shout out uh, some podcasts right now listen to the Bechdel cast listen to All Fantasy Everything listen to my buddy Jeff's podcast called Say Cheese listen to um <sighs> Let's see, listen to My Favorite Murder, listen to Reply Guys, listen to The Underculture, um, listen to The Three Questions with Andy Richter. That's been a very interesting ride, because Andy Richter doesn't get to say a ton on Conan, because Conan's show is about Conan, and, like, that's how it was set up, and that's how it's been since the jump, and, like, he's always been the the sidekick, and he's, like, saying, saying things off of something, or maybe he'll have a question, but you don't get a deep dive with Andy, usually, and, like, in his podcast, you're like, oh, yeah, I mean, he's just a regular dude like everyone else, and, um... He's got, like, the Midwestern vibe, and the last episode was him and Jim Gaffigan, and they both they both kind of had, like, the that kind of voice, and they talked about that, and that's the only reason I brought that, um, the way they talk up, but, um, they got real about, like, re- religion, like, Jim Gaffigan's a religious guy, but it's, I think it's mostly because he's just like, I don't know, I don't know everything, and just kind of going with the flow, and but um, coming from it from an angle where, like, I grew up going to church every week for 30 fucking years. And sometimes I would miss because we were on vacation or, or I was out of town. And I'm like, I'm not going to go find a church. Like, fuck that. I'm on vacation. Vacation from wherever I'm at. Vacation from church. And, and then I stopped going to church and I'm like, oh, good, good. Yeah, this is so much fucking better. Because <laughs> I've already got the structure of, like, be a good person, be good to people, and hope that other people are good to one another as well. And But but I, don't, I kept going, and I was like, I don't need to be reminded of this anymore. I don't need to hear everyone's life story of... Um, how they were whatever and how whatever happened to them like they're fun and inspiring and interesting stories but it doesn't require me to go to a a building for three to five hours a week and fucking spend uh, most if not all of my time dedicated to it so anyone out there who's thinking of leaving whatever church you're going to I fully support you I fully support you in that leave your church Churches are cults. They just want your money and then to tell you how to live your life. <laughs> it's it's cr- it's crazy to me how how much how much of it is based on like community 
and living well one with another and you're like oh you think that i think that well that's because we're in the same church of course we both think the same thing cool man it's great to think the same thing as other people and then it's like but also you better pay us otherwise you probably shouldn't come and you're like wait what the wait what the fuck and then it's like give us your money and you can keep and you can be a a quote-unquote faithful member and you're like oh damn this is all a scam Religion's a scam. Insurance is a scam. Um, the DWP is a scam. Department of Water and Power, like you own electricity, like you own water. You fucking psychopaths. Whoever thought of that first was a fucking psycho, and they probably remain on some hill just like, oh, I'm so glad I monetized water and power. Fucking psychotic assholes and i mean even simpler than water and power you think you can own land you think you own land the fuck is your ego that you think you can own land that's insane but that's symptomatic of something entirely different and capitalism is built into the structure of this country and um i hope the capitalist end of this country kind of falls into maybe like 20% importance instead of 95% importance which is where it's at now because <clears throat> there's charity and there's charitable people and there's awesome things and awesome programs out there and so many of them are based on like receiving money to keep this going and man it's all fucked up the country's fucked up the world's fucked up we're headed for another civil war. We're probably headed for another world war. I hope not on both of those fronts. But with the way Shronald Frumpf keeps talking about himself and his administration and everyone who's like, everyone who's team Shrump, like, goddamn, like, get your head out of your ass and just think for yourself and really look at what's happening in the world and just look at all of it. Look at all of the, um, the new, the new, uh, uh, the new happenings in the world. Where you're like, ah, uh, oh, okay, well, that's clearly happening. You read the whole thing, you check the source, you fucking just don't be a good robot. Be yourself and, and think for yourselves. And hopefully we can find some kind of equilibrium where, where like water and power can be taken care of by solar, hydro, and wind. And then the aspect of owning land, just fuck that. Like just, I've got some plans. I got plans to end all homelessness and I've got, um, plans to play Magic the Gathering and to open up my district in Decentraland. Hopefully it's still there and waiting for me when I get when I'm able to get back to it. And hopefully I can start making any kind of residual income off of the podcast. This is where you come in, listeners. It's if you're still listening up to this point, review and rate this on Apple Podcasts, on Stitcher, wherever you're listening to this. 
five stars and then say whatever you want in the in the review part but please 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 spread the word about this podcast so that i can maybe make some inkling of of any kind of income off of it because some people are supporting themselves with just their podcast and i'm like fuck yeah like fuck yeah that you were able to do that and find a way to do that and um more power to everyone who finds out how to do that and uh, meanwhile i'm like please tell people about this please spread the word please tweet at companies that i've mentioned so many times in the podcast and if this is your first episode ever sorry that i'm like begging you to uh rate and review this right now but also not sorry because i mean this is something that i believe in and that i have believed in since i started it where i'm like i'm reaching out into the entire internet and Hopefully people like it, and if they don't, fine. But if they do, fucking awesome. 7-Eleven, Jack in the Box, Mountain Dew, Popeyes, Dr. Pepper. Um, fuck, who else? Taco Bell. Um, and just tweet at those companies. Include my podcast in the tweet. You can do an at... Yeah, do the at reply, at Yamatat, and just be like, hey, can we get a promo code going so that, so that uh, more people can hear about this podcast? What if it was promo code Yamatat? Could I get a discounted Big Gulp or, or uh, a free small fries or um, a free two pieces of chicken? I'll buy the biscuit, but... What if I was like, hey, Popeyes, promo code Yamatat, and they're like, okay, what kind of chicken do you want? And you're like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. So, spread the word, please. Spread the word about that fart I just farted on, on, the, on the microphone. Not on the microphone. I was away from it, but you get it. I farted. And... Oh yeah, really glad you came. Bandcamp.com. Okay, uh, set all my links or most of them. And this has been you and me in thoughts and talk with Doug Culp, and I'll come up with a title for the episode later. All right, later. <laughs>